The Too Rich to Miss Podcast. Becoming. Evolving. Changing. Let's go. Welcome to the Too Rich to Miss Podcast, a place dedicated to motivate, educate, and inspire the listener to live their best life now using the skills that lie within. Becoming a better person by evolving our way of thinking, which allows us to change our life, family, and community. Let's get into today's topics. Welcome to the Two Rich to Miss podcast. I am your host, Richard Hawks, and you are listening to episode 22. And today's episode is going to be called are you sleeping? On today's episode, uh, we are going to kind of go through the show overview and kind of break down some of the things we're going to be doing today. Uh, as we go through and update the show and uh, update what's going on, uh, we're going through and going to do some segments here and break the show up a little bit to kind of keep keep the show kind of flowing and give a better a better listening experience for all of our wonderful listeners that are out there and for all of our new listeners that are coming on every week as uh, the podcast gets more exposure and and such. So today uh, we're going to be talking about positive news. Uh, then we're going to be going into the health segment. Then we're going to talk about homeschool news. Then we're going to have a segment where I like to call corny comedy. And, but really it's a uh, corny comedy is, is really just a, a way for me to to do those things that make you go hmm and then of course we're still going to talk about are you sleeping and are you sleeping is really going to be talking about the importance of making sure that we actually get proper sleep and I was looking at WebMD and I found a real I found 10 intriguing things uh, or 10 bad things that can happen to you when you are not sleeping the way that you should be. So on that particular note, let's jump right in and get started with our positive news for today. Now, this particular article that I'm looking at that I'll be talking about today, I actually shared on my Twitter feed and you can follow us on Twitter at too rich to miss, uh, literally the number two rich to miss on Twitter. And this actually is a story. It comes out of South Africa, but it's talking about a 25 year old woman who started her own law firm, her and one of her partners. Now I'm going to be honest with you. I cannot pronounce her name. I am sure that I am going to totally butcher her name. So I'm not going to even try. Uh, uh, I'm not going to even try to pronounce and do this uh, and do her an injustice by messing up her name. But uh, this this young 25 year old woman and please go to my go to my Twitter, go to Twitter and you can see this article because uh, I'm not going to read the whole article, uh, but we're going to kind of go over a few of the important points here. Now, 
Here's a couple things that we'll pull right out of the article. And this article was is done. And actually, I got it from W24.co.z as in zebra a as an apple. So that's W24.co.za is where the original article came from. And you can once again, you can pick up the the actual article right in my right in my Twitter feed at Too Rich to Miss. Uh, follow us over there and you can be able to see this uh, young lady. 25 years old. Started her own law, law firm. Now, here's a brief thing about, here's the brief synopsis of her story. Uh, this young woman uh, was, she went to school and got her, went to college, was going to college out there in South Africa, and she got her degree. She started working for a law firm. Now, when she started working for a law firm, she started working for a law firm as an intern, right? Now, when she started working for the law firm as an intern, you know, she, everything was going the way it was supposed to go. And of course, we're leaving some things out here, but I want to just get to the important part of here of what this of what's really important with this. She was working at a law firm. She, in the midst of her working for the law firm as an intern, uh, well, not as an intern, uh, they were paying her as a, as a legal, they were actually paying her as a legal, let me get the exact term. Okay, yeah, uh, she did her legal training. Okay, yep. And let me get down here into the article where it actually says where she got her information. But in, at any rate, she works for this law firm. She gets out of college. She working for this law firm. In the midst of her working for this law firm, she gets and realizes that at the end of the day, she's not being she's not being paid what she's worth. She's being underpaid. So she gets the motivation to start her own firm. She gets the courage and motivation to start her own firm. Now, with that courage and motivation, obviously is not something that was very easy. Obviously, it's not something that just was handed and given to her. But I bring this up because it, it her tenacity and her her ability to just not want to take no for an answer and her motivation to get out and do what most people are not thinking about doing is definitely something that should be spoken about and should be commended and that should be praised and spoken about. Now, I bring this up in positive news simply due to the fact that in this day and age, even though this is not a story that happened, not something that someone done here in the United States, and this is not something that happened uh, in my backyard or in your backyard as far as the United States, but uh, being on the being in the world and on a global uh, platform and having listeners coming from all around the world, I think this is important to actually put out there and to share to let us know here in America that people outside on the other side of the world out here doing positive things 
and they're motivated to go get it and doing what it takes to go get it. And here's another fun fact. We got a young black woman that is an attorney and that opened her own law firm with a partner with uh, with one partner. So it's her and her partner that opened up this law firm in South Africa at 25. So what did it take? She had to become a lawyer. She had to evolve her thinking that she could, that she didn't have to work just for another law firm, which allowed her to change her environment and her life by opening her own firm. But first she had to become then evolve. And after she evolved, it allowed her to change, right? Becoming, evolving, changing at 25. That's what we should all be motivated to do. Now for positive news, if there are any other positive news segments or things that you want me to mention on positive news, as we go forward and do this, uh, just shoot me an email, email me over at info at richardhawks2.com or you can email me at 2rich2miss at gmail.com if you're following me on Twitter just send me a message on Twitter if you're following me on Instagram send me a message on Instagram and we can talk about positive news and positive news segments and once again it's all about just showing what's going on and what's happening now as you're listening to the Two Rich to Miss podcast, uh, let's step it up and go over to our next segment. Our next segment is going to be our health segment, and we are going to be talking about holistic medication. And well, not even holistic medication, but holistic medicine is a better way to put it. Uh, holistic medicine. And here's the whole basis behind that. Well, let me give you the definition first, and then we'll uh, dig a little deeper into this holistic medicine holistic medicine is a form of healing that considers the whole person body mind spirit and emotions in the quest for optimal health and wellness according to the holistic medicine philosophy one can achieve optimal health the primary goal of holistic medicine practice by gaining proper balance in life Holistic medicine practitioners believe that the whole person is made up of interdependent parts and if one part is not working properly, all the other parts will be affected. In this way, if people have imbalances, physical, emotional, or spiritual in their lives, it can negatively affect their overall health. Now, holistic medicine. The reason why I wanted to talk about holistic medicine in our segment today is I want to really get us as smart, free thinking people to have a better thought about our health and to not only have a better thought about our health, but to have a different way of looking at our health and have a better way of looking at the way to stay healthy and get healthy. Now, I said all of that to say 
Our nation and our world right now makes a lot of money off of pharmaceutical drugs. Pharmaceutical drugs are not meant to heal you. They're meant to cover and mask symptoms so that essentially they can go through and give you something else. Whether, I mean, and I know that's a controversial thing to say. I believe in telling the unfiltered, unadulterated truth, whether you like it or not. Pharmacy is big, humongous business. Pharmacies are not trying to heal you first. Pharmacies are trying to make money, just like anything else and everybody else. A lot of these pills, now granted, there are there are medications that are good to help us. Now, I'm not saying that they're all bad, but let's be for real here. Most of these things have a laundry list of doggone side effects that you got to take 10 or 15 other different pills just to negate the first one. The first pill covers this, but it causes 15 other things. You got to take five more pills to cover. Now you're at six pills. You get those six pills in, then you got to take three more pills just to cover up what these other six pills are doing. And it gets to be a humongous mess and a large, huge rabbit hole that you can go down when we need to be really focused on our eating habits and focused on our vitamins and focused on feeding our bodies what it needs and looking at our whole being and our whole person and going through and healing and doing as much as we can to heal ourselves through proper, effective, efficient eating. That's different for everybody. Everybody is different. But one thing we can all say, if we eat better, if we change our diets, especially those of us in the black community, most of us in the black community, we eat horribly. And those of us that and, you know, and we're not going to get into the part of talking about food deserts and and access and all of that. A lot of us eat bad. We just eat bad. And a lot of us eat bad because our parents and our grandparents and our great grandparents ate did not have the most effective and efficient way of eating. And that puts us right into diabetes, health problems, and a long list of myriad of things. I mean, we're talking about heart disease and heart attacks and strokes and all type of stuff. You know, I mean, or in the black community, people are call it diabetes. They call it having sugar, you know, and and depending and people will say, sure, well, you know, sugar just runs in the family. Uh, actually, no, bad eating runs in the family and the diabetes is a result of the bad eating. If we simply improve our eating, the quality of our eating, most of us will find our bodies acting and responding a lot better for us. Right. So. As we go through week to week and dive into our health segment, I'm going to really go back and I'm really uh, do a lot better job and start to dig a little bit deeper into this. And I want to be and I'm going to be going down the road of talking about talking about specifically from the holistic approach. And I'm going to go through and I'm going to get out here and I'm going to speak with and get some people on the podcast and do some interviews here to talk to some people about this stuff. There's 
a wonderful holistic pharmacy that's out in Newport News in the Denby area that does literally natural herbs and they put these things together and you can actually have you can put natural vitamins into your body and natural herbs into your body that can actually help your body to build up itself because the body was meant to be able to help itself when we give it what it needs to help itself a lot of us just have been eating bad for so long and just doing things that are just uh, contrary to us having a healthy bodily system and bodily ecosystem going that we got to go to these doctors and just to kind of get back on to get back on task but a lot of us don't want to take the time to to realize that we just have to eat better first now of course there's other things that we got to do but right now for this particular segment I want to I want you to think about and really examine your diet and examine your eating habits and I guarantee that there's a lot of things that we can improve if we simply improve how we eat, right? So on that note, we're going to move on to talking about homeschool news. Homeschooling is one thing that is a very, it's a topic that is very close to the podcast here, uh, being that we have, uh, we being myself and my wife, we have two children that have been homeschooled. One was homeschooled completely, and well, one has been homeschooled ever since they've been in like in the second or third grade. Our son was homeschooled all the way up until the 10th grade. And the only reason we put him in private school was for the sake of exposure because he was, uh, we wanted him to go to college on a scholarship, which he did. So, uh, so yes, so homeschooling is important. Uh, homeschooling is possible. Homeschooling is something that I think we definitely in the black community need to put more of a put more of a spotlight on the way that it can be actually done and the benefits of it to really erase a lot of the stigma because let's face it these public schools that are out here now most of them uh, I say most of these public schools are not really teaching our children how to get out and be the most effective and efficient and best people that they could possibly be there's a lot of fluff that they're being taught that they're not going to use or do anything with once they get out of school and now granted I'm not saying that that public school is just the worst thing ever I'm saying that there is another option and you can and it is possible and you can do something different and you can do something different in such a way that it actually is more beneficial to your child and to and because that's really what this is all about. As a parent, we want to make sure that we give our children the best opportunity possible to be the best people that they can possibly be. And the start of that 
is to make sure that they're educated right and that they not only know how to know the game of life, but they actually have a good self-awareness of who they are. And let's just face it, in the black community, the only time people talk about Black History Month is now in February. And then all of a sudden, everybody wants to get so extremely deep and start to talk about Mansa Musa and and Langston Hughes poems and, you know, and 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 uh, and Martin Luther King's speeches and Malcolm X stuff. And, you know, and everybody will have all of these different, you know, things floating around in the channel. The major networks will be doing this, that and the third. And, Black History Month is more than just the shortest month of the year. We all know that. And home, when you homeschool, you can give Black History Month every day, all day throughout your curriculum if that's how you so choose to make the history segment of your curriculum. Because the good thing that you know, that you should know is that you can have and put these things into the curriculum that you have to teach your child. You can educate you. You do have some control over the curriculum that you teach your child and studies show that parents that get out here and homeschool their children. Those children do come out to be smarter. They come out to be better. They come out to be more efficient and more effective. So, Today, I want to go in this homeschool segment, I want to shout out and talk about and give you a resource that you can go to to get started and to find out if this is something that is really for you. And then every week we'll start to I'll put something different out here and we'll uh, talk about something different in the lines of homeschooling because I think it's really important for, I think it's really, really important for the black community to be able to know that public school is not the only option. And if you can't afford a private school, then there is another option. And FYI, it's not that expensive. There are ways to make it work. So here's who we're talking about today. Your resource for today for homeschooling is the Hampton Roads Homeschool Educators. Hampton Roads Homeschool Educators. Their website is HRB as in black, H E dot O R G. So that's HRBHE dot O R G, right? For Hampton Roads Black Homeschool educators.org. Now, this particular website goes in and they actually have a lot of wonderful resources if you're in Virginia. And if you're not in Virginia, then you can simply just go to the National African American Homeschoolers Network. And they have, you go there and they have links to to your different states. So whatever state you may be in, uh, you can definitely find out the information for homeschooling in your state. Uh, but if you go to their website, they have a link called Homeschooling 101 that goes through and kind of gives you the basics and gives you information about it and how it all works. Now, 
It's a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. It is different. That is a challenge, but it's only a challenge if you make it a challenge. It's only a challenge if you make it to be a challenge. And when I say a challenge, I'm talking about challenge in the sense of I've mentioned this to people and the first thing they'd be like, oh, my God, man, I'm not that smart. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that sounds good. But, oh, no, I'm not dedicated enough for that. Or, oh, man, that it seems like it's too much paperwork or I wonder, it, oh, are they actually going to get it or what if they don't get it or I wasn't? You know, they a lot of people make a lot of excuses on why they can't do it versus really taking the time to to think about why they can do it or how they can do it. Because uh, you don't have to be the smartest person in the world to be able to educate your children. And when you look at these links, there's associations and groups and all. There's a, it's a world of support when it comes to homeschooling your kids. There's a lot of people out here that's doing it and you can definitely, and you can do it too if that's something that you so desire. If you are having a problem in your public school with your child, it may be a good option for you. It may be something to consider. And uh, I mean, hey, it's, it's your child and their education and their education is extremely important, especially for us in the black community. We know all too well that education is extremely important for us and being properly educated gives us that extra leg up that we need in this society today, right? So once again, Hampton Roads Homeschool Educators, check them out at HR. B-H-E dot O-R-G and they are on all social media platforms as well uh, at the same thing H-R-B-H-E on Instagram and Twitter so be sure to follow them and be sure to check them out and also while you're over there be sure to make sure you follow us at Too Rich to Miss on Instagram and follow us on Too Rich to Miss at Twitter as well you're listening to the Two Rich to Miss podcast with your host, Richard Hawks. We're doing it a little different today, and we are going down to get into our corny comedy moment. Now, corny comedy is not necessarily going to be funny all the time, um, although I'll probably laugh and giggle about it because, uh, you know, just because I, I think about things differently. And for corny comedy for today, I was looking at um, looking at these uh, looking at this website, and it was just going over some different little random corny jokes and all of this type of stuff. And and one of the things that it put out that I thought about that kind of relates to politics, it said uh, the joke was. Why would you use a broken pencil? And the response was, it's pointless. Why do you not use a broken pencil? And is and the and the answer is it's pointless. So in today's corny comedy segment, my thought here it is. 
why do we continue to vote for parties, quote unquote, that do not do anything for us and are only self-serving? Are they pointless? Or are we pointless? Hmm. Yes, we say that we want to get rid of Trump. But remind me what the Democrats have actually been doing for us again. I mean, I'm sure everybody's not all bad. I mean, we probably got about one, two percent. Five percent, maybe other politicians that are actually really, really trying to actually improve and do what they actually say that they're going to do. And granted, I'm not a fan of Trump. But on the same token, I'm thinking to myself, um, honestly, I'm not a fan of Bloomberg and I'm not necessarily too keen on or thoughts on what are the what are the Democrats going to actually do for us? What have they actually done for us? What have they actually done for us? Tweet me. Tweet me and, uh, and let me know. Because right now, my thoughts are the Democrats and the Republicans are just like a broken pencil. My first thought is they're pointless. But obviously the system is a little too intricate and too, uh, and too kind of ingrained for us to be able to make any major, major changes. My initial, my radical thought is to get rid of the Republican Party and the Democratic Party and let's, uh, let's start with two new parties. Or at the very least, wouldn't it be nice to just gut all of those people out of there and really drain the swamp for real that's a good idea that Trump is a good talking point but obviously we knew from the start that he wasn't going to do anything different for real we knew at the very least he wasn't going to put in any policies in place that were going to really directly benefit us but then when I go on the other side and I'm like okay uh, the Democrats they always try to play toward us as the black community but I mean, I'm a, I'm one of those go get it. I'm a go get it type of guy. So, irregardless of who's in the office, politically speaking, I'm going out to go get it. So, on one point, I it that who's in the political office does affect what goes on in my life to a certain degree. But I, I mean, but honestly, I'm out here going to get it regardless. Of my 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 income my revenue hasn't hasn't creeped up to the point to where anything tax break wise that Trump is talking about will really benefit me and I'm not even too sure of what the Democrats will or won't do that may or may not benefit me so corny comedy more so to make you think I might rename that segment so but Moving, moving on here. Uh, and as we get down and continue on here, the last thing I want to talk about is, are you sleeping? Are 
you sleeping and this is about essentially sleep deprivation and this comes from goes out to those of us that are going to get it that go and get it constantly consistently that are all about going to get it and we fall into some of us anyway not all of us uh, some of us are are much better at managing this than others of us uh, but you know some people that I know um, I won't mention any names your podcast host uh, you know we'll get out here and we'll make it will get out here and be running 16 17 18 19 hours in a day <laughs> and uh this is actually i laugh because it's it is not a good thing and we really me included should definitely be making better decisions and having more of a balance in our life when it comes to sleep uh, because uh, granted it's a wonderful thing to be able to get out here and go get it and to be able to move around and to be able to work 16, 17, 18, 19 hours in a day. But that's really not healthy. Honestly, it's honestly not healthy. And we really need to be better to ourselves so that we can be the best self that we have. I'm learning and understanding as I'm getting older that it's about being as efficient and effective as possible with the time that you are using. It's about being good with the time that you do have right it's about uh so that we can be able to get the necessary rest and sleep that we need but just for kicks and not just for kicks for actually educating and to actually put something on your mind here i got 10 things that i'm going to run through that i really want you to think about when it comes to sleep, because these 10 things kind of um, and I'm not going to expound too much on all of them uh, because a lot of because all of them actually are rather understood and are kind of an aha moment. And I and I want those of us to and most of us as our smart listeners that we have on this podcast understand and probably know all of these things. But when you kind of go through and hear them again, it's kind of like, ooh, and we want you to live your best life now. The, just like I say in the intro when this podcast comes on we want you to live your best life now using the skills that you already have within right and one thing that we can all do is have more balance and get more sleep and here's why let me motivate you on why you should get more sleep 10 things number one Sleepiness causes accidents. How many times this can be car or work related or anything else. How many times have you been tired behind the wheel? Don't answer that. Just think about it. How many times have you been dozing off because you've been working too much? When you're dozing off somewhere that you shouldn't be dozing off, right? Sleepiness causes accidents. Number two, sleep loss dumbs you down. Sleep loss dumbs you down. There's something that none of us can afford, especially those of us that are highly intelligent, that really in, really want to keep our brains right, right? 
Number three, sleep deprivation can lead to serious health problems. Let me give you a few. Heart disease, heart attack, heart failure, irregular heartbeat, high blood pressure, stroke, diabetes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sleep deprivation can lead to serious health problems. Number four, and for us guys, this is extremely motivating for us to get our sleep together, right? Number four, brothers, lack of sleep kills sex drive. I'm going to say that again just for the male listeners. Lack of sleep kills sex drive. Let's let that one sink in for a little bit. And just as a, to add a little extra something on it, to put a little extra sauce on it, sleep specialists say that sleep deprived men and women report lower libidos and less interest in sex. We have got to make sure that we get our proper and appropriate rest. Because I know that there's not a man out there that wants his sex drive to die. Women too, but I'm a man so I can speak from the male perspective. Uh, None of us want that to happen. Number five, sleepiness is depressing. In a 2005 Sleep in America poll, and I know that was a long time ago, but it still applies. People who were diagnosed with depression or anxiety were more likely to sleep less than six hours at night. Sleepiness is depressing. Number six, lack of sleep ages your skin. Now, this is something I'm sure all the ladies can definitely, uh, will definitely be motivated to get their sleep together about. Because ladies, if you're getting some sleep, getting uh, proper sleep, then perhaps you wouldn't have to use so much of these other things that you guys use to kind of tighten all that up. If you kind of getting enough sleep and, you know, your body can kind of keep all of that together and you won't have to perhaps use some of those many things that you guys do to, to look wonderful for us and for yourselves for that matter. Number seven. Sleepiness makes you forgetful. Sleepiness makes you forgetful. Once again, we got to get a balance in our life so that we can get this in order. Uh, mm, Sleepiness makes you forgetful. So, (laughs) so for men, next time, uh, the next time that you forget that anniversary or that birthday, uh, you know, hey, you, you, you got something that you can kind of slide in there. It's not going to make it better, but, you know, you know, but hey, you know, us educated people, you know, it's, uh, it's always good to be able to have something that we can speak on. Uh, you know, sleepiness makes you forgetful. You can just tell your wife, say, hey, well, honey, you know, I haven't been getting enough sleep here lately. And, you know, you know, when you're sleep deprived, that that causes you to be a little forgetful. It won't work, but, uh, you know, but hey, it'll be a it'll be a good try. Number eight, losing sleep can make you gain weight. 
Losing sleep can make you gain weight. Number eight. Number eight. Sleep loss can help can make you gain weight. When it comes to body weight, it may be that if you snooze, you lose. Lack of sleep seems to be related to an increase in hunger and appetite and possibly to obesity. Balance. Life balance. We have to have life balance. We have to be effective and efficient so that we can get as much done as possible so that we can be able to sleep as much as we need to to get the appropriate amount of rest so that we don't oh gosh so that we don't get out here and start gaining weight uh if we if that's not what we're trying to do number nine lack of sleep may increase risk of death i think everything that we've said here thus far uh the previous eight uh kind of kind of definitely uh, give us that Lack of sleep may increase risk of death. Number nine. Number 10. Last but certainly not least. Sleep loss impairs judgment. Especially about sleep. (laughs) Sleep loss impairs judgment, especially about sleep. When we're talking about sleep, And we're talking about not being well rested. If our body is not functioning at 100%, then all of these things, once again, are not anything revolutionary. There's not nothing that was said in these previous 10 things that I'm sure all of my wonderfully intelligent listeners don't already know. Me sitting here telling you these 10 things is all about helping to jar and remind you about how important it is for us to make sure that we go the extra mile to think about ourselves and to be as effective and efficient as we can and have enough balance in our life so that we can get the appropriate sleep so that we can eat right so that we can feed our bodies what it needs, so that we can be physically as healthy as possible, so that we can be mentally as sharp and clear as possible to make the right judgments and do the right things, and so that we can also be spiritually where we need to be. Because if our mind is clear and we're health and we're not uh, sleep deprived, then Whatever religion we choose to be a part of, we have not enough clear mental focus to be able to properly engage and receive what we're trying to receive from however we choose to worship or study or get closer to the God that we serve. Right. So. As I bring this episode to a close. I want to end it the way I started it. Are you sleeping? I'll see you next week on the Too Rich to Miss podcast. Make sure that you check me out on Instagram, Twitter, Too Rich to Miss. 
follow me. Make sure that you are uh, for the corny comedy segment. Uh, send me suggestions. If you if there's something that you got out there that you think would be rather intriguing for the world to know. Our listenership is growing every week. Shout out to the new listeners. I am working on this uh, new show format to kind of see how it goes. Uh, shout me out on Twitter and let me know what you think. Uh, send me a message and uh, let me know what you think about the episode and, and the flow of this one. Or if we should just uh, kind of scrap the segments and just kind of go back uh, to the way it was before uh, with uh, just getting right into the meat of the topic and just going from there. So we want to always make the show better and have a better listening experience for you guys. And also one final thing uh, that I've that I haven't mentioned today that I need to mention before you go in the show notes. Be sure to check out QuickBooks when you check out QuickBooks and you use my link. There's you get a 50 percent discount off of the serve off of their own monthly services. It's tax time. We all know it's tax time. Uncle Sam is definitely got his hand out uh, for some of us. And then for some others of us, uh, Uncle Sam may be handing you a check. So whichever way it falls, QuickBooks is a wonderful tool to be to use to keep all to get all of your data, print reports or or get uh, C- CSV files and shoot them over to your accountant or your tax professional. It's a wonderful thing, really easy to use. And once you get started, you connect your accounts to it. It it does mileage tracking and everything. Gorgeous, gorgeous product. Check it out in the show notes or check it out. Uh, There'll be a link in the description below as well. Check out QuickBooks. And once again, use my link so you can get 50% off for your monthly service for the first six months. It's a wonderful, wonderful deal. The Two Rich to Miss podcast. We will see you next week with another amazing episode. Make sure you get some sleep.